0: A good night of Shabbos. Parshas Re'e, Anochi. Nosan and Brocha I see. I have given you a bracha and a klala. Now, many of the tzaddikim explain that Akosh Baruchu says, "I'm giving you both Brocha uklala." It's almost like, and it says the bracha is going to be es ha bracha asher The bracha will be when you listen. If you don't. So the idea is that it's almost automatic. Every time you follow what Hashem wants, that's where you access bracha. Klala will also be there, but it will it'll be in abeyance. It won't affect you because you're protected because you're doing rots Hashem. But if you don't do what Hashem wants, that's when klala pops in. So the uh, Rev Gamaliel said an interesting thing, Anochi Nosen Hayom, Broch in Tishmu, so he said that R'e'i is seeing, and normally we know that seeing is, is worth, uh, a picture is worth a thousand words. Seeing is believing. Seeing is much more powerful seemingly than uh, than hearing. But he says, re'e Anochi Nosen Lifneichem Hayom, Re'e, look, that you've got to make uh, present in your mind that there's a palpable choice that that is being placed in front of us and that palpable choice is in, if that you listen so I have to envision that my choices have true consequences and that it's, it's something that if I follow Torah then there's bracha and chas if I do the opposite then it's klala and that's part of what is needed, that I have to see it, and I have to see it as reality. Now, Rav Gamliel also said that the shmia also is a way to guarantee that my conclusion, the way I see it, like everybody's glasses are different. My glasses do crazy things, you know, and everybody else's glasses work differently. Everybody sees it through their own rose-colored, tinted glasses to see things their own way. We also hear things our own way, but if we communicate with somebody else and we hear what somebody else says, then we're able to ensure that at least we're seeing a balanced approach. And that's part of what is necessary also in order to obtain brocha. When the Maori Naim, um, S'kusu Yigen says that es ha-brocha, the brocha is going to become es brocha the word S is a very strange word. And he explains that it means from Aleph Tov, from beginning to end, that we understand that from the highest madriga, Aleph, all the way down to the lowest madriga, HaKadosh Baruch is invested in every aspect of the world. So therefore, everywhere is HaKadosh Baruch So even if a person seems that he's fallen to the lowest level and he thinks, oh, I'm no good and Hashem doesn't care about me, doesn't, I don't deserve to be close to Hashem, Imo Hashem is with us in our suffering, even when we've fallen down to the lowest level. Kosh Baruch was there. Me'alef at the toughest could end up being a tough chaim or tufa maves, the sign of life or the sign of death. Chas so we choose to recognize Hashem that even in the tough times, all the way to the tough, Kosh Baruch was with us. Then we'll have bracha. Um, so that's one other thing that we need to have in mind. And it's, I was thinking that if you don't listen. I'm just thinking that if S is the first letter and Aleph the the tough, the first and last letter, then Aleph is the first letter and Mem is the the middle letter of the Aleph base. That means I'm able to get midway, but anybody's falling below average, below the midway, it doesn't work. And that's where there's a Klola. If you think Hashem doesn't, extend himself down all the way to the there's life force of godliness in everything even in the seemingly the most impossible places for Akash Borchu to go in and we don't want to glorify the fact that Akash Borchu his presence is even in the farthest things imaginable from godliness um and that's why the, the one of the biggest of of the time was known as Baal Paor. Paor was, people would, excuse the terminology, they would uh, leave behind their uh, uh, gdolim, shall we say, or excrement. And that was how they served this avodah What rhyme or reason could there ever be? So some people have a svara to say, that was the most antithetical thing to God. That how could excrement, which is the most vile and disgusting thing, especially since all the nutrients have been taken out, been processed through a person's body or an animal's body, and all that's left is the is the vile excrement with nothing. Even there, Hash was there. Even and, and as you see that, how, what do they use for fertilizer? Craziest thing. We could even schlep out and realize there's godliness in everything. Of course, we don't, you know, start singing praises of a Korosh that, yes, he's even in the, you know, waste product, but that's the reality. And we have to know that that there's the only time there would be a curse if you can't find Hashem in your life. Hashem should always help us. We should always be Zohar to find a Korosh Baruch in our lives. And we should see it, S, from al to Tav, we shouldn't find ourselves in the tough situations. We should be able to find ourselves in the olive situations. But we should know that if it ever happens, we have to muster up the toughness and recognize the Karash Brochu there as well. And that could raise us up to the highest levels. Um, another idea, I figured that our chair, that Raghim was uh, expressing that there's a lot of brocha that a person needs to recognize that there's brocha and Chas there's klala. It's a tovra. There's it's a mixture, and our job is to find the good and pull out the good. And and that's that's what we're our, part of our function is to do is to always find the good. And every time we make a brocha on the the physical food we're about to eat, that sets into motion the spiritual. Um, I guess delineation between the good and bad and also in the physical way and hopefully that a person lives his life making brachas, he'll always have health and uh, he will do uh, well physically and spiritually there is a, Gamliel said he wanted to tell me two other things that he said that was important I think that Kalisel should know and one of them was a very interesting thing that we say in Zmir's Shabbos Azamir the male Um which basically means Azamir Vishvachim, I will sing God's praises and I will enter into the entryways of the chambers of holiness, of, of the king in the spiritual realms. And he says, a muscle that's very important for us to know, that imagine there was a, a, a wedding being made from some royal family. And of course, anybody—the only people who could come are people who have an invitation. And this fellow really, really wanted to go to the the Hasna. He wanted to see the king and the prince the, and the, getting married. He was, you know, but he didn't have an invitation. And he gets to the the doorway, and the guy says, uh, "Invitation?" It's like, ah, sorry, sir, only by invitation, only. So he goes back, and he sees some people coming in. He sees the band members, and the guard just waves them in. And he says, ah! So he goes home, and he takes his father's clarinet or violin or something, and he runs back, and he starts running towards the entryway, and the guards, says, oh, come on in, you know. You're part of the band. You're here to make joyous the occasion. And he says, that's part of the power of the Zmir of Shabbos. He that when we sing the Zmir of Shabbos, it's... Azamir Bishvachim, the male go piskin, It allows us to go into the chambers which people are not normally allowed unless they have the credentials. They've learned through Shas and they've done all the mitzvahs or whatever it is that the credentials are needed. But even if you don't have those credentials, but you know how to sing and you want to make Mary, the you want to make Shabbos special by singing beautiful Zmiros, then you have that entry permit into the deepest chambers and a person could accomplish unbelievable things through this mere Shabbos HaKosh Baruch Hu should help us all that we should be Zohar to be of the band members the choir members whatever it is to sing the praises of HaKosh to sing the praises of Shabbos and while we're there then hopefully we'll be able to be Poyol to be be part of the people who will be Zohar to greet the Melech Mashiach with the Binyan Beis Amigdish Bimheri Bimheinu Amen. Have a wonderful Shabbos. In this week's Parsha, it says, Asher, asher excuse me, Bishvil Satish Asher. Give Miser in order that you should become wealthy. Now, that seems very uh, unbecoming. Very selfish reason to give tzedakah is that you should become wealthy. So many of the tzaddikim try to understand this and some people say, "Aser if you give miser, you get on the path, that you should become wealthy. What does it doesn't mean be on the path, on the shvil is the, also it means in order, but it also means the path, the path to become um, wealthy. But he says like this, if you give, I think it's the a more nine, but if you give miser, it means you've sacrificed some of your hard-earned money. What you basically have done is you've displayed to yourself your priorities. And your priorities is to help other people and to do mitzvahs, of what Hashem wants. And by doing that, you have less money. If you have less money, so what happens? You become a part of the category of somebody who is... You're happy with what you have. So even if you have less than what you had before, before you gave the mysere, but now you're happy with what I have left. And if you're happy with what you have left, Azu Washer, who is a wealthy person? Asameh Bekelko. Somebody's happy with what he has. So Aser, Bishfil, give Myser in order to be on that path and you'll become wealthy.